The big question is this. How does a beauty professional who is amazing at their service actually charge what they're worth and avoid attracting clients that are a pain in the butt? How do they become the go-to expert in their space and get their creativity and ideas shared with others so they can build their following without being stuck behind the chair or in their salon? Those are the questions and this podcast has the answers. My name is Jordan. And I'm Katie and welcome to the Real Beauty Bosses podcast. What's going on guys, Jordan here back with another interview on the Real Beauty Bosses podcast today. I'm super excited to introduce to you guys Marella Bell. I actually had the pleasure of meeting her in person and uh, we talked about her journey of uh, getting started as an influencer at the age of 16 years old, which is incredible. I'm super excited for you guys to hear her journey and how she's been able to amass a following of 266,000 subscribers on YouTube and about 53,000 subscribers on Instagram. She's going to be telling you guys not only her journey, but some tips of how to engage and connect with an audience no matter what level you're at with your online following. So I'm going to be introducing here Marella Bell. What's going on guys? Welcome to Real Beauty Bosses. Today I have an amazing individual. Her name is Marella. She is an influencer. She has channels on YouTube, Instagram. She's in a lot of places. I'll let her kind of introduce herself uh, so she can give you a background on where she came from and how she got into the beauty industry. So uh, nice to meet you Marella. Nice I'm super excited you. to have you here today. We were just talking a little bit, um, kind of getting to know you a little bit better. I know um, we talked a little bit on the phone, but um, you know, I obviously wanted to you know, really kind of hear how you've been able to build such an amazing following with over, what, 225,000 know, followers on YouTube. and um, I think 270,000. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, that's incredible. You know, um, and, and you're 27 years old right now. 25. Um, 25. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so um, you're, you're at a very young age and you're building that following and building that influence. And I think that's what a lot of people want to do, but don't know how to do it. And um, your story is pretty interesting. So uh, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself and give some background on kind of cool. how you got here. So hi, guys. I'm Marella. I am a beauty influencer, but I also consider myself just an influencer of all kinds because I don't only do beauty videos. I do vlogging. I do lifestyle. I do travel vlogs. So vlogging of my life, travel vlogging, separate things. But then I also talk about just real issues that you might have as a real person. And I talked about school when I was in school. I talk about work. I talk about just a little bit of everything. Um, I also like to do a lot of charity work. So I talk about that all the time in my videos, Mm -hmm. but I try to just keep it real on my channel. So it started off as makeup, hair, just beauty related things. And then I gradually changed it to a little bit of everything. Awesome. That's super cool. And so you, your background's kind of interesting because this is nothing you expected to be doing right now, right? No. And I think it's something that no one really expected to be doing. And uh, so you, you started 11 years ago, right? So you were very young. Is that so, right? Was it 11 years? 10 years ago. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And so, um, and you said, uh, tell us maybe the story. You said your grandmother kind of recommended you kind yeah. of get in front of the camera. So and- I actually started doing makeup about just a little over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would do it for like my friends for prom and homecoming, mm-hmm. weddings, um, photo shoots that people had, just anything that people had going on, they mm-hmm. would hire me. And I started doing freelance work at a really young age because I was good at it. I don't awesome. know, just practice yeah. makes perfect, you know, if you start young. Mm-hmm. So my grandma was like, have you ever heard of a YouTube tutorial? And I was like, no. And at the time also, I wasn't really comfortable in front of the camera. I mean, this yeah. is 10 years ago, of course. No one was really filming themselves doing yeah. Anything no at the time. It, it was, I mean, 10 years ago, like so much has changed yes. in such a short period of time. Yeah. Like, YouTube has grown oh, exponentially yeah. in that like, time. It's insane, like, how now it's like a thing that everyone, everyone should be doing, you know, <laughs> at least because, like, it's so easy to connect with people nowadays. Like, you know, uh, it's crazy that you, you got in, like, you're so young, but you got in when you were also, like, extremely Yeah, young. but it was, like, not heard of at the time. So mm-hmm. she was like, you just film yourself doing makeup and kind of talk about how you do it or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, that sounds, I literally thought, I was like, that sounds so stupid. Yeah. She was like, well, just do it for me. It'll be cute. Just do it for me. So she I did. That one on yeah. <laughs> so I did like three tutorials, and then I was like, "Oh, okay, these are kind of actually getting views. People mm-hmm. like them." So 
I just started doing that and I started to get a really small following mm -hmm. and it maybe took a year until I had 10,000 subscribers and I was like, wow, that's pretty you can make though. something out of this. Yeah. yeah. So at the time, I don't know exactly how it works now because like I said, it's, it's been changed. so long, yeah. but at the time when YouTube saw that you had a lot of activity on your channel, they would contact you and say, can we put ads on your videos? You will make a profit off of these ads mm -hmm. and we make part of the profit as right. well. So, you know give and take. Yep. And so they put ads on my videos. I was a YouTube partner at the time, probably awesome. about eight or nine years ago. That's super cool. And yeah, that's kind of just how yeah. it became this. Like I just kept doing it. It grew and grew and grew. And through that, just being on YouTube, I got so many opportunities. Like when I was 19, I think was my first big opportunity. And that was with 17 Magazine. Yeah. I was about to ask yeah. you. Yeah. That's crazy. And so how old were you when you got uh, introduced to 17 Magazine? I was 19. You were 19. And so you had been doing it for how long were you kind of getting in front of the cameras? I that? was on YouTube about three or four years. Okay. Awesome. And so did you just picking it back before we kind of get into, you know, when you really started to blow yourself mm -hmm. up a little bit, um, kind of what did you find was like the, the thing that connected you um, the most that like really started to get like some interactions and you, you noticed you were getting some attention? You know, it's funny because it's so different now. Mm -hmm. People don't really do this anymore, but it was things like room tours and yeah. <laughs> um, what's on my cell phone, what's in my purse, mm -hmm. or just telling stories about my life with my friends. I remember we made a few videos just like talking yeah. about stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was what people really liked because of course they liked the tutorials. And at the time we didn't really do as many reviews. It wasn't so broad, you know, mm -hmm. the topics were very narrow, like yeah. here's one specific look and we're going to do a tutorial on it. And they did like that. And I would talk to them a little bit in the video. Like, I don't really know how to describe my own personality, but yeah. of course I have something that I could yeah. show mm -hmm. that they thought was funny or they liked or whatever. <laughs> but then they wanted to know like, what kind of car do you drive? Or like, yeah. what does your room look like? Or can we see your closet? Mm -hmm. What kind of stuff do you wear? So we would do little things like that. Mm -hmm. And they loved those videos. So at the time, those ones would get really popular. Yeah. But that I, was... I can see that. Yeah. I feel like those are the, like, seeing behind the scenes. Everyone mm -hmm. wants to see behind the yeah. scenes, right? And so, like, that's, like, really, um, I think, what gets the most engagement is not necessarily... Obviously, you can grow into um, figuring out, you know, what is the, you know, the face of you. But I think yeah. you, it sounds like, from what you told me, like, you kind of just figured that out by just giving people a glance of what you were doing on a yeah. day-to-day -day -day well, basis. Yeah, well, that's why social media media has become so big because mm -hmm. you can actually interact with people yeah. and these days the lines between being a celebrity or being like a social media influencer are completely blurred oh yeah it's kind of like Kylie Jenner you know yeah. you think of someone <laughs> who's huge like that she's so involved on social media but also on tv and like she's she models for things and mm -hmm. she has her own brand she does a little bit of everything but it's like is she a celebrity or an influencer? And at this yeah. point, they're one in the same. And there, there's there's a little bit of a difference between like being like famous and being like internet famous. <laughs> and the reason is because when you're internet famous, mm -hmm. you can still interact with your audience. Yeah. You're not going to go like, oh, this is my favorite character on this TV show. I'm going to write to her and she'll write me back. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't have that connection. So that's why people love to see influencers on social yeah. media because they know you can comment back to them or mm -hmm. they ask you like, can you make a video on this? And you make it and they get to see that part of your life and they feel like they're actually connected to you. Mm -hmm. They're actually a part of your life. Like after a while, people start to feel like they're your friend mm -hmm. because you kind of talk to them a little yeah. bit, you know, <laughs> you share your life with them and that's yeah. why it gets so big. Yeah, you can really connect with people if you know what you're doing. Like some people will use it for, you know, just entertainment, but mm -hmm. you can also use it as a tool to connect with people, yeah. right? And so like, I think um, it's just like, how do you actually do that? And I think it's all about like what you just said is, um, just being transparent, like giving people a feel for like what you do on a mm -hmm. daily basis. And then like slowly, you know, it's like a snowball effect, right? Yeah. Like enough people will start to notice what you're doing and they want to know more, right? And yeah. then, then you can kind of like create your content based on what people want to yes. see. Yes, they ask, yeah. Exactly. They, they ask you a lot of questions. But mm -hmm. a big part of that too is like when you start getting a lot of attention on social media, a lot of people will feel like they're too good to reply oh, yeah. to people or mm -hmm. they're too busy, they have too much going on. But you have to remember like that's 
what started you. Yeah. <laughs> you started because people wanted to watch you, because people like you, because people wanted to interact with you. So if you don't keep that up mm-hmm. as a social media influencer, you're not going to grow anymore because right. that's why you're even popular in the yeah, first place. Absolutely. I think that's very important to know. Yeah. Like, you know, no matter how big you get, like, you still have to realize that, like, you know, your audience is what decides yes. what happens to you, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you have to really That's continue. all you have. Yeah, exactly. So, um, tell me a little bit, um, you know, you start, what age did you say you first started uh, officially to kind of, like... On YouTube, yeah. I think I was 16. 16, mm-hmm. okay. And you said you started getting approached um, by pretty big, you know, uh, magazines and brands and stuff like that when you were about 19. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, before we kind of get into that, what happened between, like, your age 16 and 19 where you just kind of, like, finding your voice and, um, you know, experimenting a little bit? Uh, at what point did things, like really pick up at the you know age of 19 like yeah, um, did I, you grow like a, a following in, in that three-year span of time that like just people started to reach out to you and notice yeah I think at that time I had maybe like 30,000 subscribers mm-hmm. so at the time for me that was a huge deal oh, yeah, that's big. but I don't <laughs> think it was like in terms of today it's like a small on the scale of being a big influencer yeah. it was on the smaller end but well, it's still a big deal I feel like nowadays like everyone thinks like big followings are, are like important but like like back then like uh, the followings were organic and they were real, right? Whereas mm-hmm. now, like, it's very easy to, like, build a following, but it's a bunch of people who, like, maybe never see your stuff. Yeah, or never, like, just, actually... like, click subscribe yeah, or whatever, you exactly. never watch them, and, like, yeah. people, like, look more on the, like, showcasing, like, oh, I have this many followers, right? Yeah. But, like, are they real? <laughs> well, what's important is interactions. Yeah, So, exactly. like, when they comment on your videos and you comment back mm-hmm. or, like, comment on your Instagram photos yeah. and you reply, you know, mm-hmm. people want to see that. That's, brands love that, too. Oh, yeah. So when you're working with a brand and you have, like, a sponsored post or something, they love to see that you actually interact with people and that you are a real person and exactly. not just posting yeah. and then letting it go. Yeah. So 30,000 followers back then is like, it's huge, right? Yeah, it was so, a big deal. And yeah. I was only in, well, I had just graduated from high school, like between that time. So from when I started until I got contacted by 17. Mm-hmm. So it was a big deal because I was so young, you know, mm-hmm. and didn't have like a real career yeah. or anything at the time. I remember 17 Magazine back when I was young too. Maybe explain like what that is <laughs> for people who maybe don't know. <laughs> yeah. So 17 Magazine, I mean, depending on like how old or how young you are watching this, it's, <laughs> I grew up on 17 yeah. Magazine. Literally, I remember being like 10 years old and being like, oh, my dream is to be in a magazine one day or like be on the cover of a magazine or something. I always thought that was the coolest thing. So they would have makeup looks in the back of the magazine or like looks for prom or styled shoots, how to do your hair. So little things like that. The whole magazine in general was just for young women, you know, about not only beauty, but confidence in life. And the beauty section, I always remember being mini tutorials in the Mm -hmm. magazine or things like that. So when they contacted me, it was, they were starting a new program called Beauty Smarties. Mm -hmm. So it was actually me and a few other influencers like me with about the same size following Mm -hmm. that they wanted to do those tutorials in the magazine. Yeah. So you kind of like, you probably something you didn't expect, right? You know, I'd love to be there. And then it just kind of happened, right? Yeah. And it was the coolest thing because it wasn't only like, oh, we want you to be in the magazine. It was, we want to fly you out to New York. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to do this entire shoe, like, I really felt like a celebrity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean, you were young, too. Yeah, You're 19 was, years old. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, that's insane. Like, I don't even remember what I was doing at 19. Even though it wasn't that long ago, I mean, I wasn't doing anything good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, just fooling around. <laughs> for the most part, I wasn't, I didn't even have like a steady full time job other than YouTube because mm-hmm. I was just making money from it. And I'm like, I want to go on a trip, you know? Yeah. Like, I would do whatever mm-hmm. I wanted. I was in college. I didn't really have like too many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube was my job. It always has been. Yeah. So, yeah, it was the coolest thing. That's incredible because I think, like, I mean, you you kind of being there since, it, like, YouTube first started really being a thing. Like, you really kind of understand, like, how much it's evolved and, like, yeah. how different it is. I think you I, I saw a video you were talking about, like, you know, it's, it's a lot different, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> than it was when you were younger. And so... Um, Maybe so. So tell us, like, they, they flew you out to New York when you, you got uh, they they wanted to feature you in the magazine, right? For your like, was it one feature or was it like they wanted to, you to keep up? It with was it an too? ongoing thing. Awesome. So uh, how did that kind of play out? After so that? it was 
I remember they called, they called my mom. I don't know like how they got her phone number. Yeah. <laughs> but my mom woke me up one morning and she's like, I'm on the phone at Seventeen Magazine. You need to wake up. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So they just asked me, you know, would you like to be a part of this? I, I don't remember program or organized, whatever you want to call it. This thing that we're doing, it's called Seventeen Beauty Smarties. And basically these would be your responsibilities and you would need to do little things online as well. Like we would mm-hmm. show our nails or like show our makeup looks when mm-hmm. they came out, make a video of our look. And... Of course I said yes. I was super excited (laughs) Um, because not only was it one of my dreams coming true, you know, to be in a magazine or be involved in something like Mm -hmm. that, but also it paid really well. Oh, yeah. So that was exciting too. A little bit more than YouTube pay, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I got experience as well, like going to New York. I had never been at the time, so that was my first trip to New York. Mm -hmm. That was one of my first times ever flying across the country by myself. So crazy. Yeah. So um, it was really really a great experience and I did that maybe 10 times mm-hmm. and I was featured in the magazine quite a few times mm-hmm. and each time it would be a different thing so I'd go to New York we'd wake up really early like four in the morning get into hair and makeup surprisingly I wouldn't do my own hair and makeup we'd have yeah. like a stylist on the shoot um you live in the luxury life <laughs> it was That's cool awesome. so we'd like have all the little robes and everything yeah. they would do our hair and makeup we'd do photo shoots and I think we'd do like awesome. a 12 to 14 hour day awesome and then I would stay out there for <laughs> maybe five days and we'd mm-hmm. do like a few and then I'd fly back. And then maybe a few months later, I'd go do it again. And wow. I was doing that for a few years. That's amazing. Especially at such a young age, like, you know, traveling all the time. And, like, that's awesome. So, yeah. like, did you – were you going to school during this time, too? Mm-hmm. And uh, how did that kind of balance itself out? Well, I was in my first two semesters at university, and that was, like, completely full-time. Mm-hmm. And because I was, like, traveling a lot and because I kind of wanted more freedom, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it easy. So then I started taking just, like, very few classes. Mm-hmm. I would take, like – two classes a semester or something mm-hmm. or like three classes a semester and I'd take like two online or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in school but I would just do it really slowly mm-hmm. and I ended up getting my degree after six years instead of four because yeah. of that. Well I'm surprised you actually you stuck with it. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> impressive. That's awesome especially when you kind of you know a lot of people you know will jump the gun into like all right I'm dropping out I'm doing all this. You yeah know? no. I'm glad you stuck with it. You know that's awesome. I mean um, you know what, what did uh, did you ever even need to use the degree really or was it just more of something like you you, you wanted to complete? Yeah you started, it's for right? myself. I still yeah. want to get a master's degree like I'm not done with school. I love Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So but, that's that's a lot of, you know, admiration for that because a lot of people like build, you know, they're, they're following and get, and get, you know, starting to get some publicity, start making some money and like, you know, uh, they think that, you know, I'm done educating myself. Yeah, right? no, I want like a million options. You yeah, know, I don't exactly. Because wanna... you never know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, even if it's not, you know, going to, you know, school and getting a master's degree and things like that, like education is still so important. Yeah. And like, and that's know, another thing I talk about actually yeah. all the time is because I don't want to be just a pretty face yeah. or inspirational in the sense of only artistry or only beauty like mm-hmm. I don't want people to look at me and think well she made it by only doing makeup or by only talking about beauty yeah. so that's what's really important because I never want that to be my main message yeah. so when I was in school finishing my degree I was like look this is hard and I'm doing it and so mm-hmm. I want you guys to feel like you can do it too yeah and I would talk Love about that. how important I think school is and education and if you're if you're privileged enough to be able to get an education mm-hmm. do it yes so I wanted to be like that role model in a sense because some of these people have been following me since they were 10 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. And now they're like 20, you know, yeah. so. And have you built like some pretty strong connections with oh, some yeah. people who have been following you who you maybe have never even met? Yes, no, <laughs> some of them actually I have met crazy really? enough. Yeah, like when I was 19, I met a girl who lives in Canada mm-hmm. just because she commented on one of my pictures, said something really nice, like wrote me a little yeah. paragraph mm-hmm. or whatever. And I thought it was so sweet. I started talking to her. We built a friendship mm-hmm. and now I've gone out to visit her to That's in Canada cool. twice. That's so awesome. I mean, especially like since you, you take the time out to actually connect with, you know, your followers, like, I, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's, that's super that's cool. That's the amazing thing about people. it. <laughs> no, it's like, this is really 
one of the best things that I could have ever done in my life because not only have I met people like that, yeah. but I've met people all over the world. So when I'm traveling or when I'm just on YouTube, mm -hmm. say I go to a new place. Like, for example, I went to Hawaii recently. Awesome. I knew, like, four people who lived there. That's Only crazy. through social media. Yeah. I mean, so, that's amazing. Like, even for us, like, right now, like, when we're reaching out and, like, doing interviews like this, like, we're meeting people who, like, we necessarily would never have thought yeah. that we would get in touch with and, like, actually be able to connect with, yeah. you know? And, uh, like, it's amazing, like, how you can really use, you know, social media and the tools that are out there. Uh, rather than just watching videos and, and watching other people, you can use it to actually, like, connect with people, yeah. right? And, like, I think some people just, like, focus so much on the, you know, using it as an entertainment source than anything, whereas, like, you know, you, you start to, you know, make connections, reach out to people, even if it's just, like, friendly, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, joining Facebook groups and things like that. That's how I actually got in contact with you, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, of course. Yeah. I was just, you know, looking to, you know, find some some experts in the beauty industry and, um, you know, got a referral to talk to you. And, and so, um, you know, it, it's amazing, like, how easily it is to connect with people. Yeah, who, like, anything you know, can happen. Yeah, <laughs> and so, like, if, if you really, you know, um, you know, want to, I think, grow and expand. I think it's all about, you know, connections and, and like, you know, getting your name out there rather yeah. than just, like, living through life in your little box, right? Oh, yeah, you because, know? you know, it's called, like, social media network for a yeah. reason. So you yeah. network with people in your industry as well mm -hmm. as out of it, mm -hmm. and you make so many connections, and yeah. it brings you a million more opportunities. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's maybe talk about some of those opportunities. Because, yeah. um, okay, so after Seventeen Magazine, that's when you kind of really got to experience that, like, you know, I can really, you know, do something with this, you know, um, I'm, I'm getting a following. Did that kind of really increase your following too, yeah. like after that all happened? That yeah. was, I feel like, the start of everything. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that was one of my first brand opportunities, awesome. one of my first, uh, what do you call it, like sponsors, yeah. sponsorships. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you kind of, uh, how, how long did the, the, the deal with Seventeen Magazine go on for? I think it was two and a half years. That's a long time. Like that. Awesome. So how, how much Three did years? you see your, your following kind of expand from the 30,000 followers around there that you said? It got to about 150,000. Really? So that really just... Big time, yeah. <laughs> you know, blew it up a but little bit. But also that pushed me to be more consistent. It pushed mm -hmm. me to be like, okay, this is really turning into something, so I should be on top of it. Because at the time, like I said, I would just do whatever I wanted. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would travel whenever I wanted. Yeah. I would do whatever I wanted, mm -hmm. you know, really lax with school. So mm -hmm. um, finally, when I did get that opportunity, I was like, I'm going to upload three times a week mm -hmm. and be super consistent. Yeah. And it really, that helps. Awesome. Consistency you you stayed, like, disciplined to yeah. it. And, like, actually, it was probably, like, you know, a lot of people could have just taken that, you know, 17 Magazine deal and just, you know, um, stuff there, you know, mm -hmm. and just done that, and then, you know, been happy with yeah, it. and so, like, that's super awesome that you, like, continue to stick with it, and, like, I'm sure you made a lot of connections through doing that, too. Oh, yeah, that, like, I made so many friends yeah. doing that, because the other girls that did the same thing that I did, we are still friends to this day. That's awesome. Like, we've even gone on brand trips together. Really? Or when I've been at an <laughs> event. Family, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's so cool, and we remember each other from yeah. that. It's, like, some, it's easy to forget how you met or where you mm -hmm. came from, but we always yeah. remember Absolutely. That's super cool. And, you know, those are probably connections that you have for a lifetime, too. Yeah. You know, even if you, you don't see each other that often, you can still connect. You know? And they live, again, like all over the world. Mm -hmm. I think two of them live in Canada. One is in that's Miami, awesome. like just all over. Awesome. That's super cool. So so tell us kind of, you know, you're, you're doing Seventeen Magazine for two and a half years, you said. I think about that. Okay. And what kind of happened after that? Um, after that, you know, kind of ended, what what kind of was the next steps for you? Um. So about at that time when I was 21 and a half. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it was about two and a half years exactly. I was like... I was working still. I had like a part-time mm -hmm. job throughout this entire time. Mm -hmm. And at that time I was like, I really think I want to quit my job and mm -hmm. make this just full-time. Mm -hmm. And I was scared because, you know, I had my own place. Mm -hmm. I had rent. I had utilities. I had my phone bill, yeah. insurance, everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Ooh, should I do this? Like, yeah. It's risky. And yeah. thankfully, you know, I had my family and my boyfriend like saying, do it. Just mm -hmm. try it. If it doesn't work, you can always get another job. So I did. I quit my job and turned it into a full-time thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it was... Partially just believing in myself and being yeah. like, this is going to work. Just making the jump. Yeah. Right? And mm -hmm. then also 
trying really hard, but it ended up working. Mm-hmm. And my money increased so much throughout that mm-hmm. next six months when I was like, okay, I'm really going to do this. Because you focused, you know, and, yeah. and you had to make it work. So you but made- I got so many opportunities <laughs> yeah. from the Seventeen magazine opportunity. So I ended up starting to work with CoverGirl, and through CoverGirl, I got Procter & Gamble jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they own Huge. so many yeah. different companies. <laughs> Started working with a bunch of different, like, smaller, um, well, not smaller, I don't want to say that, lower-priced makeup mm-hmm. brands. So, like, drugstore makeup brands. Yeah. And then I got huge jobs through that. Just because they love to work with you, they learn okay, this girl is actually on time and she's Mm -hmm. reliable and she connects with her audience and, you know, she does these things that we like, which I had to learn. Yeah. (laughs) You don't just, you're not good at everything just right from the start. But I was consistent and I tried to pay attention to what they wanted to see and Mm -hmm. what they liked for me. So because of that, they told their people, you know, Mm -hmm. we really like working with this girl. So then I started working with um, another company that did videos. Mm -hmm. So they were doing all of the videos for cover girl awesome and then they would get me more jobs so then i started flying out yeah. to new york again no longer for 17 magazine but i ended up going for cover girl this that's time. crazy yeah well, upgrade right <laughs> so that's super exciting it was cool because it's not that i lost the 17 magazine job they just stopped the program the mm-hmm. beauty smarties program so i didn't lose anything because of that you know mm-hmm. they're like okay we're no longer doing this like it's just kind of like run its course yeah but i still got new opportunities because of them telling people that they knew we like working with her you should try this yeah that's awesome that's incredible i love um you know just pointing back to a little bit for how you like decided to make the jump to do it full time um i know how big of a jump that is too you know that's kind of you know the route that we took and that i took personally too yeah. you know um we were going i was you know 20 years old about probably you know the same age yeah. as you um and uh, i was going to school and um i was working multiple jobs you know i did literally tried to just do anything i could mm-hmm. to kind of because i was paying my whole way through school and um, trying to make it all happen myself and um, I just really wasn't passionate about like what I was doing yeah. at the time and you know I tried you know personal training I got you know my licensing for that and I tried that out but that didn't seem to really be the direction I wanted to go I tried um, ended up working you know with a financial advising company and like that was something that I thought that maybe would kind of be something I could focus on because it would be something that I could control I mean it can help though right? yeah absolutely did um, that's kind of how you know you got this all breeded yeah because yeah. um, I kind of learned you know a lot of what it takes to kind of start up and, and actually run a business and, and network and meet people and how important that is and um, you know, we uh, decided to, while I was doing that is when we started our, our business and our company alongside and um, I was doing both at the time mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of had to decide, you know, which route I wanted to yeah. take because I tried to do both and it, it killed me. Like yeah. I literally, um, we, we moved out here just to start fresh. We didn't know anyone when we moved yeah. out here. Just we wanted to kind of get away from, you know, all the old friends and things like that and just start completely fresh and meet new people. That's good. Yeah. But it is scary because oh, you're was, like, yeah. <laughs> what if this doesn't work out? Yeah. And, and I had, you know, my girlfriend of, of almost four years now and uh my buddy here too and i, yeah. I was like come on guys let's do this and we, we did it together and yeah so like uh, a, a lot of fate was in my hands you know so i had to make things work <laughs> you're like okay I can't yeah. <laughs> yeah and so um basically like what happened was like i was trying to focus on building a business with uh what i had started um which was um the investment firm that i was doing building a business there and doing our company which is growing very very fast mm-hmm. um which just a little backstory on that it kind of started something small just to make some money we talked about this and then um we kind of just blew up just because we yeah. put our heads down and focused and learned a lot of stuff and helped a lot of people and you know we grew very quickly um, and so I was trying to you know move these two vehicles and I thought it was the right thing to do um, but <laughs> then when you thought about yeah. it you're like which one is gonna be better for me well what happened was we moved out here and I was trying to do both but mm-hmm. like I couldn't have any focus right you know I was going over here and over here in opposite directions and like trying to you know get both moving and yeah. like um, we were I was really focused on uh, the the business and the company and like while I was uh, training and getting ready for my other side of the business when we moved out here I actually had to start pursuing it and start really you know 
getting that moving mm -hmm. and like it was almost impossible because I couldn't you know go all in on both you yeah. know and so um, while I was this I could have had a, an amazing future with this too um, but I decided that you know I'm gonna put all my eggs in this basket and uh, I, I I can't keep doing both you yeah. know I have to make a decision so I had to make that jump and uh, it was huge you know because that was the structure of the stability you know now I was you know going all in on myself yeah. <laughs> and you lose that stability yeah. and you're like, Okay. Yeah, and a lot of people are scared to do that, it but like scary. making that decision like changed everything yeah. because then we could, you know, uh, all be, you know, part of the team, the team that we had built, um, you know, focused on moving this one vehicle and getting amazing at what we did and continuing to grow that into something much bigger and um, making the jump was terrifying, right? Because mm -hmm. like you lose the structure, the stability, like what most people, you know, go to school for. <laughs> yeah. And um, you, But it takes you out of that nine to five. Yeah, exactly. And you have to make that shift, I think, to really, you know, be able to be free, like we were just talking yeah. about. And uh, it's so important. Uh, and you're able to do it. You just have to like, you know, have the direction and educate yourself to be able to know how to do it yeah. and get yourself in the position where it makes sense. Right? And when you've gotten to that point where you're like, okay, am I going to make this jump? You have that freedom to do whatever you yeah, want after that absolutely. because you're working for yourself. Mm -hmm. So it ends up being better for you in the long run because you make your own schedule, you make your own plans, you're working for yourself, like your own success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And so like, tell us like, you know, you made that jump, uh, which is uh, awesome, right? And you decided to do it. And you said within like six months, you had already, you know, taken care of the income, everything was good. Yeah. You're, you're making more than probably what you were at your other job, right? <laughs> and so how did that all come to be? Um, what did you really like focus on the most? What, what did you find that worked for you? And how are you able to kind of, you know, fill the gap and, and boost up above and beyond? I think it was really just that stability and like the consistency in putting myself into my job. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, then I need to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to upload and I'm going to film the rest of the week. And then after I'm done filming, I'm going to edit, edit, edit. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm going to have this schedule. Mm -hmm. And then I would keep working on it, keep brainstorming more ideas. And also there's an investment that you need to put into it. Like, for example, right now. I'm doing Halloween looks because it's October. Yeah. So I'm like mm -hmm. buying things online. Okay, I need this wig and I need this prop and I need yeah. this costume, you know. So I did a lot of investing at the time. I was like, if I'm really going to do this, I need a new camera. Mm -hmm. I need new lights. Mm -hmm. I need a new program to edit. I knew that I needed things that were going to benefit my business, you know. Yeah. So I ended up getting myself all of these things and just trying to make it better. Yeah. Because, you know, investing like. Investing in yourself, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was going to benefit my audience, benefit my content and make mm -hmm. them more interested and just make it better for them so yeah and i think that's super important too you know we had to do that a lot as well you know whether it be you know educational investments or you know investments in you know making our clients be treated you know to the highest mm -hmm. level you know those investments are crucial uh if you want to really stand out yeah and um i know you know that's kind of what we had talked about when we first you know hopped on a call too is like so important to do something you know to make yourself stand out and yes. be different and and be unique so mm -hmm. people actually connect with you because there's hundred other people are going to be doing what, yeah. kind of what you're doing. But yeah, I said that story. too. It's like the most oversaturated market, you know, yeah. being an influencer. There are millions of influencers. Yeah. So what makes you different? Exactly. Awesome. So what uh, have you kind of found um, after all that kind of happened? Let's talk more about like, um, so you, you got sponsored by like CoverGirl and Neutrogena and things like that too. And um, what did you really um, focus on and, and really learn what's working for you at that time? For people who are maybe like wanting to grow their following and like wanting to, you know, create um, something from it that is more, you know, on the personal brand mm -hmm. aspect. Um, how would you kind of, how do you kind of figure out how, how to kind of structure your days and, and do a routine and, and um, you know, what kind of things did you figure out along the way as you kind of piecing that together? Like as far as both business and personal life? Correct, yeah. Um, well, for the business side, I just had to listen to what the people wanted really mm -hmm. because they asked, you know, can we see this? Can we see this? Kind of something we already touched on. Like when they had requests, I had to listen. Mm -hmm. You know, if they wanted to ask me a question, I answered if they wanted to know something about me, I can make a video about it. But then also, I think that it gets boring if you just talk about 
things that aren't about your life or things yeah. that aren't about yourself. So people wanted to know, you know, just about my relationship, mm-hmm. about my family, about my dogs, like my favorite <laughs> movies. They wanted to know everything. Yeah. So as long as I was keeping them up to date on my life or mm-hmm. like in the loop of myself. And I'm not saying like divulge all of your personal information by any means. You know, you choose what you want to be out there. And I always would suggest to be respectful and make sure that you're being careful what you say. Mm-hmm. Don't give out too personal of information. Yeah. <laughs> but also like there is a point where you can think, okay, these are like my friends. So I can tell them these certain things and we can talk about real life issues that you mm-hmm. might have, like going through problems with your family or in your relationship or with your money, you mm-hmm. know. And we can talk about this because it's kind of like things that everyone goes through. Mm-hmm. So I started touching on those subjects in my videos. I wasn't Mm -hmm. just talking about makeup. I wasn't just talking about hair or fashion or, you know, it was just a little bit of everything. So as far as business, yeah, Mm -hmm. I just started being more personal. Yeah. But personal also on a respectful level to myself because you have to keep in mind, like, it's still your life. Yeah, exactly. You still owe yourself that (laughs) privacy. Yeah, privacy and and the freedom to still not be, like, glued to, you know, your your, your following. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, with, with your kind of following, like, you get tons of comments and you have to like probably delegate time to do that, yeah. right? So okay. what have you kind of found is a good routine for yourself to kind of, um, you know, so you're not bogged down and like mm-hmm. glued to your laptop or glued to your phone. Um, how have you kind of been able to manage, you know, uh, life and business? I just would choose a time. So at the time a few years ago when I started, mm-hmm. I would have days where I'd wake up and I would like get straight on the computer mm-hmm. and I'd check my comments on a video that I already posted and then I would start editing and then mm-hmm. say I'd be like, okay, I'm going to edit today for like three hours mm-hmm. and then I'm going to start filming a video. So I'm mm-hmm. going to get ready, do my hair, whatever, do a video for them. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to start editing that. I'll finish my other video and then I'm going to work on it until 9 PM and then I'll be done. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would tell myself, because if you don't give yourself a schedule like that, you're going to be so overwhelmed, you know, mm-hmm. and just be like, yeah. Oh my God, I've been doing this all day because it is possible. Yeah. I've worked on videos before for like eight hours mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't even look at this anymore. I can't yeah. get this anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was making a schedule for myself, making mm-hmm. a little routine, you know, like, okay, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to eat breakfast and then yeah. I'm going to start on this. <laughs> And that was important for my sanity, of mm-hmm. course, as well as like for function because yeah. and making it work. Absolutely. I can completely relate to that too because we've gotten caught time and time again, like getting bogged down and doing like, you know, business related tasks and just like extending them on, like just like working all day, but yeah. not like in, in a structured manner, yeah. you know? And um, then you realize you're still doing it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's night. like yeah. something you probably could have like, you know, it didn't maybe have to be as, as great or awesome as you, you spent so much time doing. And like, uh, I think like what you just said, like time blocking and like kind of like putting the time aside, like I'm going to spend, you know, two hours on this, I'm gonna mm-hmm. spend three hours on this and um, that's it. I'm going to get it done. You know, you'll get more done when you kind of live your life like that. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I think a lot of people have a lot to learn from that too, because it's, it's, it's tough to kind of uh, yeah. realize that it's very easy to get busy <laughs> and not be as productive as you can be yeah. like you have to have a balance to both right yeah but I also have to schedule everything like for my entire life yeah it's I have to write everything down yeah so mm-hmm. I think that just in I general do. is a good yeah <laughs> it's good for time management it's good for business management mm-hmm. it's good for your life mm-hmm. because when I was in school I'd write down every assignment yeah everything we learned mm-hmm. I was like an expert note taker mm-hmm. you know yeah. <laughs> but I think that that's important to do because that helps you to structure your entire life mm-hmm. it's not just okay, well, if I write this down, I'll remember it and I'll be more timely because being more timely isn't just beneficial for like your sanity, like Mm -hmm. I said, but it's beneficial for you get more things done. Mm -hmm. You're able to time manage better. So like I can make this appointment like I did with you today Mm -hmm. and I'm able to do this kind of stuff, you know, or I'm able to like make time for the gym or Mm -hmm. I'm able to 
finish school like I did. Yeah. So I think it's really important to do that, mm-hmm. not just because it's beneficial for your business, but because yeah. it ends up being better for your entire life. Absolutely. I think um, like you have to set that personal time aside too. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we got into a point where we were just doing nothing but, you know, business and work. And that's what I was kind of telling you. You know, we, we grew to a huge uh, client base that, you know, we are we were wearing 100 different hats and just mm-hmm. working all the time. That we, but it wasn't like, working for you. Right. Yeah. And we were making a lot of, you know, income mm-hmm. and, and that's what we wanted to do initially. But like it got to the point where like, um, we, we were just working and working it and working. Yeah, it was like, you know, bringing our relationship, you know, even, you know, uh, like our relationships, we didn't have relationships because we were only working, you know? Yeah. And so like, it was tough. And like, that's why we kind of had to make a big jump and, you know, bring things back a little bit. And like, you know, while it may have been like a financial hit at the time to, you know, take a step back, mm-hmm. you know, we needed to have that freedom and, and space to actually yeah. like be ourselves and make that time for the gym and make that time to, you know, go, go on a date or, yeah. you know, things go like that. Yeah, go after dinner or do something for yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I, I think, you know, that that's extremely important um, to note is like, you have to separate the two and yeah. kind of, you have to be able to turn it off every now and oh, then, yeah. right? Um, especially with like someone of your following, like I'm sure that's hard to do sometimes, you know, especially since like um, you, you can kind of, I've experienced this, you kind of feel like you have the obligation to, you know, be in front of and, and serve people and, and uh, give people interactions yeah. all the time. But like you have to realize that, you know, you have to respect your own time and yeah. people have to respect that too. And I did make that mistake a few years ago where I was like always working and always doing stuff. And it mm-hmm. was when I was probably between like 21 and 23 mm-hmm. and now I'm a little bit older and so I've learned mm-hmm. because I've been doing this like I said for so many years yeah. I learned how to manage my time better and also manage my weeks better my months better like now I know okay if I want to take four days out of my week mm-hmm. and I don't even want to think about it mm-hmm. I won't I'll check my comments and like that's it yeah but I know okay I'm gonna film these days and I already have a schedule and yeah. so I don't have to worry about it until then mm-hmm. but that makes it so much better yeah for, absolutely. for your whole life you of know of course what, what have you found is some some good uh kind of techniques to kind of organizing that you found that maybe for people who are trying to do that but they don't know how to do it like what if, what has worked for you uh having a planner like yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this yeah i've tried to do it online and stuff but no, like, I, I feel not. like i feel like a planner i, I just have to write, write it down, down. <laughs> yeah. i have like a little notepad in my phone that mm-hmm. i'll write down dates mm-hmm. but for actually writing down like my day i need a planner like this yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like i i have like my online calendar so that i can kind of have reminders set like on an my alert phone. yeah yeah but like i have to write things down and i tried to like not write it down for a while it's a tall yeah. <laughs> so like, like oh my god i yeah. forgot that i have to do something <laughs> exactly um so we kind of skipped over a little bit like it's a huge deal that you got involved with covergirl and neutrogena um like that is super impressive those are big brands Thanks, right yeah. so like how did that kind of evolve like how did they uh, reach out to you how did you kind of start uh, having these connections, these relationships with these big companies? Um, it was because they had like talked to their own connections and kind mm-hmm. of been like, you know, we like working with her. We think you'd like working with her. So I got involved with some of the people who were the social media team. Mm-hmm. And they talked to me. And at the time, I didn't have a manager. So it was harder to manage that myself yeah. because I had no idea, like, how to talk numbers mm-hmm. or how to talk deliverables, what yeah. they wanted from me. So I had to just schedule everything myself. My mom helped me a lot mm-hmm. with that. Awesome. Because I was like, okay, what should I do? Like, when should I leave? You know, just, yeah. it was messy. Yeah. So for anyone who starts to get a big following and starts to get overwhelmed, I do suggest getting a manager. Mm-hmm. I have one now. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And he was that actually... Really freed up your time a lot? Yes. Um, at least... I just got to leave it all to him. Yeah. <laughs> I got an opportunity, you know, can yeah. you like talk to them or just figure it out for me? Mm-hmm. But I think I started working with him two years ago. Yeah. Awesome. Two years ago. And that, cool. I feel like that was the difference in... Like, when I was doing everything for myself for, like, seven, almost eight years, it was a different experience compared Mm -hmm. to now. Mm -hmm. Now that I have someone to do it for me, I just feel so much less stress. Yeah, absolutely. So, what it is, is he was actually a friend of mine 
through social media because mm -hmm. he made videos also. Cool. So mm -hmm. he was a YouTuber. He got really big. He did entertainment, so different industry. Yeah. But still the same kind of thing. He knew the business. Mm -hmm. And he ended up helping some of his friends get sponsorship opportunities and jobs. Mm -hmm. And then he contacted me. And he's like, hey, I don't have anyone in the beauty industry under me. Do you want to kind of be my guinea pig? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah, I started working with him. I had made a few videos with him in the past. We made like fun videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just grew into this like different business relationship, which I'm really thankful for because he has been totally helpful. Mm -hmm. And because I already knew him like as a friend and just, I mean, we did business together because mm -hmm. we did videos together, but it was more like in good fun and just, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't that kind of business yeah, relationship. Absolutely. So I trusted him already. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't worried about like, is he going to screw me over or like, am I not going to get as much money as I mm -hmm. could because he's super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. I mean, uh, I think that's important to note too. Like you have to kind of, you're going to get to a place in, in, in life and business where like you can't do everything yourself, yes. right? Yeah. And so like, it's really important to like find people that you connect with on a, a good personal level and like have them, you know, build a team, you know, mm -hmm. so you can kind of expand and grow. Like yeah. you can't do everything you're on your own, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, even some of the, you know, most successful influencers in the world like they only probably have gotten there because they've gotten help from other yes. people right and i've even had um i have a friend right now who edits videos mm -hmm. and he's even offered to me like if you ever need someone to edit i can edit for you and yeah. i've been thinking about it i'm like <laughs> okay how much money can i like yeah. take out of what i make to you yeah. know delegate this to someone mm -hmm. else but and those decisions are what's going to help you create more income yes. for yourself too and so like of course you have to make sure it's the right time <laughs> yeah but you know if you can make everything a little bit better for yourself mm -hmm. by you know like i said you need to sacrifice a little bit yeah and you need to give in order to receive mm -hmm. more so the invest yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the more that i've invested the better everything has become awesome so you know how they say like it takes money to make money it's yeah. true like you have to invest in yourself through that time i have gotten another new camera mm -hmm. i got another new laptop awesome I got more lights, like yeah. I've gotten more things yeah. just to make everything a little better and better. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, I need a new tripod. Mm -hmm. So like I'll go on Amazon right away and you know, I got a new one for like a table so it's just mm -hmm. really small yeah. because I've learned there are different ways that I'm starting to film so mm -hmm. I need something for that. Yeah. And little by little you will need things. And in this kind of business when you are working for yourself, making everything for yourself, yeah. You can write everything off on taxes. So that's there you go. <laughs> hard because yeah. it is literally all for your business. Mm -hmm. But you do need to invest, you know, because the more you skimp, mm -hmm. you'll end up being like, oh, I should have gotten this, yeah. and you need it, yeah. <laughs> and it just... And even if it doesn't work out, it's good to test, you know, and find out, you know, even if it doesn't end up being the best investment, like, at least you got to experience it and yeah. realize and learn from it, right? Oh, yeah, because we've all, like, made purchases. Yeah. <laughs> useless. Absolutely. So, uh, awesome. So, right now, what is um, some of your biggest achievements and accomplishments that we could kind of showcase? For people who don't know you, um, you know, what, what are some, besides Seventeen Magazine being sponsored by, like, CoverGirl and Neutrogena... What, uh, what other amazing uh, accomplishments and achievements have you kind of achieved? I did like the coolest one last year mm -hmm. that I was so excited about. I got a big job with MAC Cosmetics, oh, wow. which that's is awesome. huge. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> and that was so exciting for me because, mm -hmm. you know, when you're a girl and you're young, like yeah. probably from when I was like 10 years old, I just loved MAC because mm -hmm. every girl loves MAC. Of you course, know? yeah. You go <laughs> to the I store, the <laughs> yeah, you go to yeah. the mall, you go to the MAC store and it's like yeah. magical when you walk in and mm -hmm. just everyone grows up loving that. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're into makeup, not everyone. I'm not going <laughs> to overgeneralize, but yeah. you know, that's just like a huge dream for people to even work for Mac and be a makeup yeah. artist. Mm -hmm. And I got to do a sponsorship opportunity with them. That's awesome. I'm also on their PR list, which is like super exciting to me because awesome. I get packages to my house and it'll be like a box of Mac. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's I still cool. just can't believe that because there yeah. was a time when I was younger that I would have to save my money and spend it on those things yeah. to buy makeup, to buy, you know, just one lipstick mm -hmm. or just to buy one perfume or something. And now I can have like 30 of those. Just yeah, it's incredible. Like, you know, you never think that that's possible, but like, obviously you'd want to do it about like products and, and like companies and things that you're passionate about mm -hmm. too, right? Because like, yeah, so getting that campaign yeah. was a huge deal for me. It was a 
Studio Fix campaign because they were mm-hmm. coming out with like new foundation shades. Mm-hmm. So I got to be one of the like I started using Studio Fix when yeah. I was kind of like tell <laughs> my little cool. story. For so that. those dreams are coming true. Yeah. Right? That's super oh yeah. Exciting. I'm sure you still been... have so much more you know that you're you're going to accomplish too. Yes. I mean, uh, you're you're in kind of a position where you can choose what you want to do really. Yeah. Like with those big deals, like I mean, uh, it, it puts you in a, a state of you know uh, you're really. At this point, you, you've achieved a lot, so you can kind of at this point like figure out what like you want to do. Like they can choose next. which ones. Yeah, yeah. and so. that's another thing I wanted to touch on um, because one of the things that I did was so cool. I got to go to Miami with Neutrogena, mm-hmm. and I did like two videos for them, and they took us to what was it? Not a music festival, but like a what do you call it? Like a big concert, pretty much of a yeah. bunch of different artists, like mm-hmm. a music festival. Yeah. And they took us on like this yacht into the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and we got to go yeah. on this like sandbar of water. And I was there, and I was just thinking like. I can't believe this is my life you know yeah so <laughs> I have done some really cool things but I've also gotten opportunities where a brand will be like we want to work with you to do this like weight loss thing mm-hmm. or whatever and I'm like no and yeah. that's one thing yeah. I wanted to say is like don't be a sellout because if you don't yeah. believe in something that you're talking about you lose your integrity mm-hmm. uh your following will know mm-hmm. and you kind of have to just keep that that trust when you're on social media mm-hmm. because you want to be able to be honest with your audience and you yeah. want them to be able to trust you and you want to be real, you know, you don't want to promote something that you don't believe in or something that you're like, this yeah. isn't me. Exactly. Stay true to your brand yeah. you know, stay true <laughs> to yourself because once you get to this point, there are a lot of opportunities that will come to you. Mm-hmm. We have to know when to say no as well. Yeah. I think that's very, very important to know. Cause like, if you try to do everything, like you're not going to end up where you want to be. Yeah. Right. That's, we can relate to that too. Yeah. You know? so, oh yeah. Because yeah, you, you have, have so be, many opportunities yeah. with different brands. That you're exactly. like, you have to be selective, right. Yeah. And you have to work with the right people and be behind, you know, the right teams and things like that, that are, you know, the direction that you and the message that yes. you want to share too, you exactly. know? So uh, absolutely. I, I know you um, are busy, so we won't keep you here too long. Right. But I'd like to kind of also hear real quick, just uh, what, what do you feel has been kind of like some of the struggles that you've been through um, and it's kind of the roadblocks that maybe you've been able to overcome, maybe some of those hair-wrenching moments or things like that. Um, has there been one thing in particular that you can remember or um, that was a real struggle to overcome? That's so hard. I don't know. I think for the most part, the hardest things are like just overcoming mental health, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you take so much time to focus on something and you're busy all the time it kind of distracts you from like what's important Mm -hmm. and then when you really get that moment to sit down and like relax it makes you realize oh my god I've been not focusing on this or haven't been eating enough or Mm -hmm. I haven't been like taking care of myself enough or I haven't been focusing on my family or my friends enough and that can get really overwhelming but also it can just make you feel like really down Mm -hmm. and then another part of social media that's kind of like unhealthy is that you're online all the time so the relationships that you have aren't in person face to face like with your audience you don't get to talk to them like we're talking right now, mm-hmm. you can interact with them and you can give them a lot of your attention, but you have to remember that that attention isn't like this yeah. physical mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. So it does get lonely and yeah. that takes a toll on a person when you like focus your whole life on being online. Mm-hmm. So there is a struggle that you have to be smart about and just say, I'm going to delegate time to like go out and do things mm-hmm. and be with the people who I care about and mm-hmm. focus on that because it can like overtake your life. Like you said, with your business, when you're like, we did nothing but work. Yeah. And it's not only like if you're doing nothing but working, you know, you can even be just relaxing and then you realize you're on social media too yeah. much and you're disconnected from the yeah. real world. Because those notifications you... will show up mm-hmm. and it's like, gotta answer, gotta answer. And it it's makes like, you feel gotta turn them off sometimes. isolated, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So that is a struggle. Um, and it, there, there's like an ugly side of social media. So yeah. it can get to you for sure oh, yeah. and just make you feel really down. And yeah. I think those have been my biggest struggles. Like, because when you plateau, which happens, I think, in every single career. Absolutely. And for every social mm-hmm. media influencer, no matter what you do, you know, you will plateau at some point. Mm-hmm. And you can grow again, but there are times when you're like, 
what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And then you get discouraged, you yeah. know, or you see someone else getting the job that you wanted or mm-hmm. someone else going on the trip that you wanted. It's easy for that doubt to creep Yeah, out. and yeah. that is, you know, the ugly monster of, like, envy. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the doubt and the, mm-hmm. like, self, like, beating yourself up. Yeah, absolutely. And so those are, that's what's hard about it, yeah. I think, is, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out, like, how can I not focus on this yeah. and just like, keep doing know, my thing? Yeah, I can completely relate. And I, I, it is tough, you know, because, like, you're your own worst enemy sometimes, too. Because, yeah, like, totally. you can either let those things come in and mess with you a little bit, or, you know, you can kind of develop the discipline to, like, understand that, you yeah. know, uh, you're in control of what, you know, goes on up here. Yeah, <laughs> but so, my best suggestion to overcome that is not only, like, spending time with loved ones, like I said, because yeah. that helps, I think, for any situation, like, yeah. spending time with the people yeah. that you care about. Of course. But that was actually why last year the beginning of last year so just like probably january 2017 i started donating to charities and talking about charities every single week um every single month if i wasn't uploading every week or Mm -hmm. however often i was so i would say okay like this week we're going to focus on this and we're going to talk about this charity and these animals or like these people you know who have this disability or whatever it is that was going on in their lives because it helped me to like separate myself from my struggles and my problems and think okay it doesn't matter if I'm not the prettiest person on this page or (laughs) it doesn't matter that I'm not getting the attention that I want from my followers or you know it just kind of put everything into perspective because you can feel like oh my god nothing is working out Mm -hmm. but if you're really helping other people or if you're really focusing your attention and your energy and your love towards something else that you know is more important than yourself it helps you to just feel yeah. like, even You're if I'm not, right? <laughs> yeah, even if I'm not as successful as I want to be right now, I'm still doing something that's important. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love that you've kind of, you know, also use that following to do more than just, you know, promote yourself and things yeah, like that. Yeah, but Charities, that helps amazing. you. It yeah. helps not only the people that you're helping, yeah. but it helps you to feel like you're doing you're something making a difference. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome. Well, I, I know you've got to run here in a little bit, and I really appreciate you taking the time out. Um, one last thing I want to ask you is what is one, you know, maybe key um, thing that you could provide to people who are maybe looking to, um, you know, get more comfortable in front of the camera and, and really start building that following, or even if they're at a stage where they feel like they're hitting that plateau, what's one, you know, key tip you could give them? This is something that I've told, like, a million people. Yeah. Because I get asked so many times. I've been asked so many times in my life and so often you know, I want to do what you do. Like, what do you suggest? And so every single time I tell people the same thing, I'm like, be yourself. And that sounds really cheesy. And that sounds like so easy and just like, okay, what a cliche. Yeah. But it's true because you have nothing to offer in this world, in this life, other than yourself. Your talents can be matched, your abilities, you know, you can be doing the exact same thing that someone else is doing as far as your business, you know, your brand, your content. Yeah. People can copy you mm-hmm. no matter what it is, but no one is ever going to be you. Yeah. Your personality, your character, like everything that you have to offer is inside. So bring that to the table. If you think you're funny, like joke around, you know, <laughs> if you have like so much love to give people, show it, talk about what you care about, talk about your family if you want, mm-hmm. you know, like the things that you love and pay attention to that and really focus on that because that's what's going to make you stand out and set you apart from everyone else. Because it's so important if you really want to be successful it's just going to come from you, yeah. you know, what mm-hmm. you can do that's different. And that's really all your personality, Absolutely, your individualism. Yeah. So you, you control what happens to you. Yeah. Right? So be yourself, you yeah. know, um, bring that to the table, show everyone yeah. who you are. If you feel like you just aren't different enough or something yeah. like don't put on an act, you know, because you yeah. are your own individual person and yeah. no one is you. Cause you will stand out yeah. the most by being yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so I love that. That's awesome. Uh, but, I think uh, you've got to run here in a little bit. It's so awesome to have you here. I think we got that's a lot of out of this. You yeah. know, I really got to get to know you a little bit better and get to know kind of like everything you've been through. Like it's crazy, right? That you've kind of come to and like um, you're at a place right now where you're you're really you have a lot of control with what you can do. And so I'm excited to see what else you're going to do in the future too. So um, last thing, if you could kind of tell people where to find you and uh, if they wanted to kind of see what you're doing and, and check you out and see you know what's in store for you in the future, where can they find?
on you. Okay, so my YouTube is Morello Bell Beauty. And are you going to like put it? Yeah, I'll put it in here somewhere okay. too. <laughs> and then my Instagram is Morella Bell. Um, my first name is Morella, M-I-R-E-L-L-A. And then Bell, B-E-L-L-E. And then Facebook is the same thing, Morella Bell Beauty. And Twitter is at Morella Bell. So pretty much just the same name on everything. Yeah. <laughs> or if you type me in on Google, Morella, it'll come up. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much, Marilla. Thank I really you appreciate so much. It. This it was is so awesome. nice Yes, absolutely. You. This is going to be, I think, really valuable for a lot of people. And so uh, thank you so much for taking the time out. Thank you, guys. This was Real Beauty Bosses. Thanks, this was Marilla. Go ahead and uh, find her on YouTube, find her on social media, wherever. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm excited to see what happens for you in the future.